Hey parents, Trusty Narrator here, and I'm super excited to tell you about a brand new podcast from the creators of Who Smarted called Mysteries About True Histories. It's full of adventure, riddles, jokes. We even snuck some secret math into each episode, including the title of the show. If your kid likes to laugh and learn, then they're going to love Mysteries About True Histories. Out now, wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey there, it's Trusty. And you know I love sitting at home listening to good podcasts as much as I love going on adventures. And do I have a great one to recommend to all you smarty pants and smarty parents from the award-winning Go Kids Go team. It's called Snoop and Sniffy. What happens when Snoop, an experienced dog detective from London, gets sent to small-town Pflugerville to train clueless puppy Sniffy as an undercover agent? Mystery, adventure, and chaos! Seriously, the town of Pflugerville isn't Dolesville like Snoop expected, and he quickly realizes that he can't handle all the action without Sniffy by his side. Even when they're able to turn a blind eye to the alien superheroes and villains battling it out for control of Pflugerville, Snoop and Sniffy have their paws full solving wild and wacky mystery cases on Bark Street. Do you love to laugh? Do you love animals? Do you have the brightest mind since Sherlock Holmes? Then tag along. There are already eight seasons of hilarious canine crimes to solve. Search for Snoop and Sniffy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Psst. Hey, smarty pants. I'm in a monastery in Europe during the Middle Ages, around the year 610. Here, religious people called monks spend most of their days in silent prayer and meditation. Monks would also help the poor, care for the sick, and educate children. Many were skilled at farming and baking, and by some accounts, the monks in this monastery created the world's first what? Is it the smoothie, the Dorito, or the pretzel? Hello! Did somebody say pretzel? Hit it, fellas! Yeah, we Germans love our pretzels. Some of us eat them for breakfast and lunch, and maybe later with some bratwurst and a tasty drink brewed by these fantastic monks. Dankeschön! Yeah, did you know we Germans brought the pretzel to America? We created the pretzel capital of the world. Hee Whoa, whoa, whoa. Spoiler alert. We're not up to that part yet. Also, I think your music is upsetting the monks. Shh. My apologies, Herr Narrator. Please continue. As I was about to say, Smarty Pants, these monks are thought to have created the first pretzels. But how exactly did the pretzel come about? What does its shape symbolize? And how did pretzels save a city? become a symbol of luck and love, and become a part of many celebrations. Did somebody say celebration? It's time for another delicious whiff of science and history on Who Smarted? Who Smarted? Who Smart? Is it you? Is it me? Is it science or history? Listen up, everyone. We make smarting lots of fun. And who's smarted? 
Smarty Pants, you probably don't think of pretzels as a spiritual snack, but apparently they were created in a monastery about 1,400 years ago. Back then, monks were some of the only people who knew how to read and write, and were often teachers. As the story goes, it was a monk who introduced the first pretzels to his students. Ah, there's the bell ending today's class. Tomorrow, I will teach you how to make balloons out of goat bladders. But before you go, I made you special treats for learning all your prayers. Ooh, what are they? Baked pieces of leftover bread, which I twisted around to look like arms crossed in prayer. That is a very uncomfortable way to pray. Yes, well, that's not the point. The point is, I made you treats that have never, ever, ever been made before. Except maybe by the Greeks. Never mind that. I call these pretiola. Smarty pants, pretiola may be an early Latin root of the word pretzel. Do you know what it means? Of course I know what it means. I'm a teacher, and I invented them. No, I was asking the smarty pants. Is it A, twisted arms, B, salty snacks, or C, little rewards? Oh, I know, I know, it's little rewards. Yes, you are a smart one. Now, run along, my children, and spread the word about these little rewards. I'm sure they'll be a big hit throughout our fine country. And what country is that? Ah. <sighs> Smarty Pants, where do you think the pretzel was invented? Is it A, Italy, B, France, or C, Germany? Hello? Did somebody say Germany? Hit it, fellas! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on! I said it might be from Germany, or Italy, or France. The truth is, all three answers could be correct. <sighs> Many pretzel historians believe the monk story, but they don't know where it happened. There are no written records of pretzels from that era. The first known depiction of a pretzel appeared in the year 1111 on a symbol representing the German baker's guilt. And instead of pretiola, the word pretzel could come from brezzatella, an old German word meaning arm. Yeah, and we Germans have our own claim to the very first pretzel. Our version is much more suspenseful. There was this bakery in Germany, you see, and the bakers there, they got into some trouble with the higher-ups in town, like community leaders, the police, or local celebrity schnitzel chefs. Schnitzel chefs? You get the picture. Anyway, these higher-ups, they hold the bakers hostage. You see, it was all very tense. Please, please, let us go, cried the bakers. Nine, said the captors, which is no in German, not the number nine. Gotcha. So it's not looking good for these bakers. They try begging more, but the captors won't have it. But then the bakers realize the only way to win over these guys is to bake them something scrumptious. And behold, they come up with a winner. The pretzel. And for that, we celebrate! Whoa, 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 whoa. You're telling me the pretzel exists today because some bakers in Germany were held hostage? Yeah, why not? 
Germany loves its pretzels. And it's not like this was the only time pretzels save people. They've got a point. After it was invented in Italy, France, Germany, or elsewhere, the pretzel became very popular throughout Europe, especially in Germany and its surrounding countries. Now, these were not the crunchy pretzels you might enjoy eating out of a bag today. Those didn't come until later. The early pretzels were more like the big soft pretzels you get at a sporting event or sold on the streets of New York. Pretzels here. Get your hot pretzels here. They're easy to make. A simple combination of flour, water, yeast, sugar, and salt. And they're cheap. So they became an important source of food for people living in poverty who viewed the pretzel as a sign of good luck and good fortune. As we said before, monks spend much of their lives helping the poor, so they were often baking pretzels. A group of monks were doing that late one night in 1510 in Vienna, the capital city of Austria, a country that borders Germany. As most of the city slept, the pretzel-making monks discovered the nearby Ottoman Empire was secretly preparing to attack. Ah, look at that. Another beautiful batch of pretzels. Fresh from the oven, ready for tomorrow. What's that sound? It's getting louder. And look, now there's dirt all over the counter. And all over our pretzels. And now there's a hole in the wall. Sorry. You've messed up my pretzels. And say, you look like one of those Ottoman Turks. Uh, do I? Yes, you do. Are you trying to invade Vienna by digging tunnels under the city walls? No, we're, uh, from the cable company. Lies! Cable hasn't been invented yet. I must warn the others. So, the monks ran out from their kitchen and warned the city. Get the police! Get the city leaders! Get the military! Bang your pots and pans! Ring the church bells! The pretzel-making monks saved the city of Vienna. Because of their heroics, the Austrian emperor gave pretzel bakers their own coat of arms, which is still used today. The symbol shows two lions holding a pretzel and can be seen outside pretzel bakeries throughout Europe. They, um, hold on. Those aren't church bells. Are those, are those cowbells? Playing Edelweiss? Yeah. Have you not been to an Oktoberfest? It's a very popular German festival celebrated all over the world. There's lots of music, dancing, sausage, and cowbells. Of course, there are pretzels too. But it's not the only celebration with pretzels. That's true. Over the years, pretzels have been a big part of what celebration? Is it A, New Year's Day, B, weddings, or C, Christmas? Hurrah! It's all three! In the 1600s, children wore pretzel necklaces on New Year's because they were thought to bring good luck. And pretzels were also common decorations on Christmas trees. Instead of Easter egg hunts, kids would go looking for hidden pretzels. Of course, nothing says love like a freshly baked twist. 
During weddings in Switzerland, which also borders Germany, a husband and wife would pull on a pretzel much like you and someone might pull on a turkey wishbone on Thanksgiving. Historians believe the marriage phrase tying the knot comes from the twisted pretzel shape. And these tasty treats only got better once we Germans brought them to America. Yes, that's when pretzels experienced a big change. We'll have that story after this quick break. Hi, Trusty here with a special message for all the parents and guardians listening. I know how important it is for your child to excel in every way possible, especially when it comes to education. Well, thanks to my friends at iXL, you don't have to go it alone. iXL is a personalized learning platform that's transforming the way children master everything from math to social studies. iXL's interactive courses and immediate feedback ensure learning is super engaging and accessible for every student, pre-K through 12th grade. Imagine that, a tool that grows with your child, offering personalized recommendations based on their progress. And we know it works because we've used it ourselves. Adam Tex Davis, co-creator of Who Smarted, used iXL to help his daughter stay on top of her schoolwork and excel in her classes. Backed by research, students who use the iXL program are more likely to get higher test scores because iXL functions like a tutor. And whether your child needs help with homework, classwork, test prep, or is looking for a challenge, iXL has you covered, and all of that at an affordable rate. A one-month subscription to iXL costs less than what most tutors charge for an hour. And one subscription is good for every child in your household. Join the millions of parents who trust iXL and make an impact on your child's learning today. Oh, and who smarted listeners get an exclusive 20% off iXL membership when you sign up now at iXL.com smarted. Visit iXL.com smarted to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. iXL Learning. Inspire. Excel. Learn more at iXL.com. Hey there, smarty moms, dads, adults, and anyone who loves great food but doesn't always have the time or energy to grocery shop, prep, and cook a big meal. Well, take it from me, the trusty narrator. I found the perfect solution to having delicious home-cooked meals without all the time and hassle. It's called Factor Meals. With Factor Meals, you can forget about all the shopping, chopping, or even washing dishes. That's because Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals arrive at your door ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. That's right. With Factor you and your family are always just two minutes away from chowing down on chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, delicious gourmet meals. From calorie-smart to protein-plus to vegetarian to keto options, Factor has six menus guaranteed to meet your wellness goals. And with over 35 meal choices and 60 add-ons weekly, your taste buds will never get bored. I personally started ordering Factor meals last month for those busy days when I want a tasty lunch or dinner that fills me up and crushes my nutrition goals, but I only have five minutes to cook it. And Factor 100% delivers on time, every time. So 
head on over to factormeals.com slash smarted50 and use code smarted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code smarted50 at factormeals.com slash smarted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Now back to Who Smarted? Hey, smarty pants. Remember when I said that pretzels have been used to decorate Christmas trees? Well, standing on its edge, the largest pretzel ever made was taller than four regular Christmas trees placed on top of each other. Its length was 29 feet, three inches, almost nine meters. It was also more than 13 feet or four meters wide. Whoa. You would need a barrel of mustard to eat it with. It was baked less than 10 years ago in El Salvador, a country in Central America. Hello! Did somebody say America? Hit it, fellas! After ruling Europe, pretzels came to the Americas back in the 1700s. German immigrants settled in a state that now makes 80% of all pretzels in the U.S., People in this one city eat 12 pounds of pretzels, or about five and a half kilograms, every year. That's six times as many pretzels eaten by the average American. Smarty Pants, can you guess what city my friend Jürgen here is talking about? Is it A, Philadelphia, B, New York City, or C, Boston? Hurrah! I hear a lot of right answers. It's A, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Ah. That's why the German immigrants were called Pennsylvania Dutch. But aren't the Dutch from the Netherlands? Ah, yeah. But Pennsylvania Dutch are from Germany. Huh? That's another story I can't get into right now. In the mid-1800s, a Pennsylvania Dutch man named Julius Sturgis changed pretzels forever. Do you know what he did? Smarty Pants, can you guess? Did he A, create the first commercial pretzel bakery? B, make the first hard pretzels for snacking? Or C, write the Pennsylvania polka? Ha <laughs> ha! He didn't create a Pennsylvania polka, though it's a good one. Julius Sturgis did A and B, making hard pretzels in his commercial pretzel bakery in Littitz, Pennsylvania. You see, before then, hard pretzels were usually made by accident and often thrown away. Sturgis realized how great they taste and how long they last when packaged, so these pretzels could be shipped far and wide. Today, hard pretzels are one of the best-selling salty snacks in America, and a lot of people like them dipped in chocolate or yogurt. Yum! Today, Americans are some of the biggest pretzel eaters in the world, right along with the Germans. The United States even celebrates National Pretzel Day on April 26th. But you can enjoy a pretzel any day of the year. Let's toast to the pretzel. To the pretzel. Shush. Sorry. A double shout out to Vera and Vincent in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 
We hear you love listening to new episodes of Who Smarted every morning and old ones every night. Sounds like a real smarty system you've got. Thanks so much for smarting with us. This episode, Pretzels, was written by Dave Beaudry and voiced by Chris Okawa, Taya Garland, Max Kamaski, the one and only Drew Kolber, with special thanks to Emily and Evan Kolber and Jerry Kolber. Technical direction and sound design by Josh Hahn. Who Smarted is recorded and mixed at the Relic Room Studios. Our associate producer is Max Kamaski. The theme song is by Brian Suarez, with lyrics written and performed by Adam Tex Davis. Who Smarted was created and produced by Adam Tex Davis and Jerry Colbert. This has been an Atomic Entertainment production. <laughs>